I am going to teach you guys. All right, so that's going to just roll off the table. So I feel uncomfortable right now. <laughs> just going to be completely honest with you. This is a complete reversal of roles with Alan being back in the back, sitting with the kids, maybe. And me up here. Well, thank you. He made me wear big earrings so I would look like a fortune teller. Um, so right now I feel like I have a lot of power. I have the microphone. You don't. Isn't that what you say to hecklers? What comedians say to hecklers? There you go. Okay. So, we're going to talk about power for a little bit because I've got it. So, there are different degrees of power, aren't there? So, right now, on each of your tables, you have a matchbook. Little book of match. This, this isn't a matchbook. This is a match. Box. Thank you. A small one. So, if you light it, that's pretty powerful, isn't it? Yeah. Super powerful until it burns your fingers. So, kids, now this needs adult supervision, so please be with your children when you're doing this. I want you guys to light a match. There's a little glass of water on the table to put your, to extinguish it, yes, to put it, so it doesn't burn the table. Yeah, Susan's powerful. Yes, she is. Ooh, Zachy's powerful. Tessa's powerful. Jimmy's powerful. Look at all these powerful people. Get ya! Careful, make sure you like drop it horizontally into the water. <clears throat> Yay, powerful people! You're awesome, you have human power. Yes, human power. Now, one wall in the 
hallway so that they could reach both sides, and they were climbing up like spider monkeys and up to the ceiling. What are you doing up there? I can't do that, but they're pretty powerful. Now, how many push-ups can you do? Arrow, you can do a lot. Do you think you can do more push-ups than your dad? Should we have a contest? Yeah, yeah. There's some space back there. Do we want to have a, a push-up contest? Who thinks they can do a lot of push-ups? Yeah. Yeah, so everybody who has their hands up, come over here. Might just be kids. Nope, not up here, but on the ground there. Oh, Isaac, you're not going to do it. Ready, set, go. Oh. Oh my goodness, who can go the longest? Oh, Finley, I don't think those are being real push-ups anymore. <laughs> and Hazel's got her knees down. Is Arrow still going? So is Jackson. And Zach, oh, Zach, you got to bend the elbows. Leave your hat. Okay, okay, you guys are really powerful. I did four. Me and Hazel did 41. 41, you think so? I did one. I guess I wasn't counting. I counted with my shoe belt. These guys are still going. Whoa, Jimmy's still going. Arrow's doing real ones. Jackson's, oh, Jackson's mostly. There we go. There's a real one. Okay, so it's down to Arrow and Jimmy over there. Ooh. Okay, Arrow wins. Wow. So now, Arrow, I think you're probably more like this lighter than that match because, you know, this, this lasts a bit longer than a match, doesn't it? So, so there's varying degrees of human power, right? All right, go ahead and sit back with Dad, Jackson. Oh. Now, we're not really going to be talking about strength power. I mean, we did right now, but that's because we need to connect it to something that can understand physically. But we're talking about spiritual power. So most people, sorry, people without Jesus, I like this, I like this match. They've got a little power. are in Acts right now. And if you remember to last week, and if you weren't here last week, I'll fill you in. Um, this is after Stephen was stoned, and there's great persecution on the church. Do you remember what persecution means, kids? Jackson, what does persecution mean? Killing? Pressure. A lot of pressure, bad pressure. Getting thrown in jail. 
So the apostles stay in Jerusalem. Hazel, sit back in your seat. This is how kids' church goes, guys. <laughs> and so everyone else kind of scattered, right? They scattered down to other places. Now Philip went to Samaria. Now Philip was filled with grace and filled with Holy Spirit and he was preaching the gospel, guys. He was preaching that the kingdom of God is at hand, that Jesus died for your sins. And he was casting out demons, and the demons would scream as they left. And he was healing people. So people who hadn't walked ever were being able to walk. And so... If we read the verse right before where we are today, so there was great joy in that city. Great joy because of the gospel of Christ. But there was a man named Simon. Dun, dun, dun. So I'm going to read this description of Simon. And then I have a little video about, that'll show kind of how I view Simon. <laughs> so, a man named Simon had previously practiced sorcery in that city and amazed the Samaritan people while claiming to be someone great. He liked that power. He had practiced sorcery, though, so he was getting that power from the bad guys. He was getting that power from demons. Not good. Not a great place to get power from. But everyone was amazed because he was doing miraculous things, right? They all paid attention to him, from the least of them to the greatest, and said, this man is called the great power of God. Ugh. They were attentive to him because he had amazed them with his sorceries for a long time. So, he was pretty amazing. Right? And, um, yeah, so let's... I was preparing this and thinking, like, how do I describe a sorcerer? Because I was raised in the church. <laughs> I've never been a part of sorcery or witchcraft, and it makes me quite uncomfortable to think about witchcraft in real life. But this is a clip that can uh, show you. Don't you disrespect me, man. Don't you derogate or derive. You're in my world. Those are demons.
He seems like a good guy, huh? <laughs> so, when Philip goes to Samaria and is teaching, and there's this guy Simon there, this is not the first time that the power of God has come up against magicians and sorcerers. Now, I have here, Jackson has called it his Gandalf stick. If that's true, then I'm a hobbit. <laughs> but I wanted to use it um, as Moses' staff. Remember Moses in Exodus, do you guys? So Moses was tasked with going to Pharaoh and telling him to let God's people go. Right? So with this staff, God gave Moses a lot of power, didn't he? Now, first, God showed Moses the power in the cave when he had the, he was speaking to the burning bush, right? So he threw the staff on the ground. And it turned into a serpent. Imagine that serpent. And Moses ran because, yikes. And then he was told to pick it up by its tail, and it turned back into a staff. 
among a couple other things. Now, when Moses took this staff to Pharaoh, and he did these miracles, Pharaoh had magicians, right? So when Moses put his staff down and it turned into a serpent, the magicians and sorcerers there, they made sticks turn into serpents too. But Moses' staff ate their staffs. Uh, Take that. But Pharaoh hardened his heart. Pharaoh's heart was hard. Then we get to more plagues, right? There's ten of them. We've got blood, frogs. Now it's interesting, in that clip of Simon, right there, that's the movie Princess and the Frog. And the thing that Simon did, sorry, I call him Simon, he's the shadow man in this, is he turned the prince into a frog. And his servant into the prince. But it says here in Exodus that the magicians could conjure frogs. What? Cool. I mean, not really, but... But then as the plagues go on, the magicians are less and less able to do anything. And... The swarm of, no, it's the gnats, maybe. The gnats. It says here, The Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron, stretch out your staff and strike the dust of the land, and it will become gnats throughout the land of Egypt. And they did this. Aaron stretched out his hand with his staff, and when he struck the dust of the land, gnats were on people and animals All the dust of the land became gnats throughout the land of Egypt. The magicians tried to produce gnats using their occult practices, but they could not. And it goes on and on. The magicians could only do blood and frogs and none of the others. And so as God's power is being revealed by plague after plague after plague, Pharaoh's heart is hard. He does not give in. Now in the seventh plague, hail, It says that when Pharaoh saw that the rain, hail, and thunder had ceased after he asked Pharaoh to pray, he sinned again and hardened his heart, he and the officials. So what was the sin of Pharaoh? It wasn't that he wouldn't let his people go, right? That is the effect, but the sin was that he hardened his heart to the greatness of God.
but back to Simon. Back to Simon. So he had all this power, right? All the people of Samaria were amazed. But when they believed Philip, as he proclaimed the good news about the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, both men and women were baptized. Even Simon himself believed. And after he was baptized, he followed Philip everywhere and was amazed as he observed the signs and great miracles that were being performed. I'm going to put this staff down here because it's gigantic. Now, so if... Hazel, please sit. If the people of Samaria were like matches, they had that match power. Now, Simon made deals with demons to get a little more power and amaze people. Then Philip came with the power of God. And was amazed at the power of God. Hey, remember when Sarah tried to light a candle with this? Anybody? It was really funny. <laughs> so Philip, not Philip, Simon. Simon did not fall into the sin of Pharaoh. Simon's heart was not hardened to the greatness of God. He didn't fight it. He believed. He saw a greater power. He saw the greatest power. He saw God's power because our God is greater. Our God is stronger. Our God is higher than any other. Our God is greater than the demons. Those demons that gave Simon power, those are the ones that Philip was casting out and they were screaming. Right? This power of God is greater. It's greater than depression. It's greater than the school bully. Maybe that school bully's like Simon. That school bully just needs to see the power of God. Our God is the greatest God. He's greater than the strongholds in your life. He's greater than depression. He's greater than anxiety. Now, what do we do with this? I guess... Let's pray. Let's bow our heads. God, 
You are the greatest God. You are the most powerful. And you love us. Thank you so much that you came down to meet with us. That you want to fill us with your power. I pray that you will fill every person in this room. That they will be filled with your Holy Spirit. And be casting out demons and healing people all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.